0: Bye.
1: Welcome to another episode of Unraveling the Web, the podcast that explores the internet, digital culture, and how a vast, formless universe of information manages to have such a personal and intimate presence in our daily lives. I'm your co-host, Nicholas. Yep. You sure are. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jason. <laughs> I'm Jason. But moreover, we're back. We are back. We, the fun story. So here's the fun story for anyone who doesn't already know it. Hi, Frank. Um, <laughs> Jason moves back from Florida. We're all excited. We're like, yeah, we're going to get together all the time. And then the bridge that connects our two little towns across the river gets closed for like, what, eight months? Nine months. Nine yeah. months. And it's now goes from being like probably literally a three to four minute trip to uh, 20. 20-ish, Twenty Yeah, depending on traffic. And uh, just a pain in the butt.
0: You know, what? this podcast is great, but it doesn't pay anything, and that's a lot of
1: gas. It is a lot of gas. If if uh, if it did pay things, we'd be probably be a lot more consistent. Of course, if it we're a lot more consistent, it might pay things. Chicken and oh, egg. Oh, damn. <laughs> we'll get there, Jason. We have fun doing this. That's the important thing. Yeah,
0: you know, as, as dads in our mid thirties, it's good to. Socialize. Mm-hmm. I've been isolated in a house out in the wilderness for months. Post COVID
1: isolation, I've really kind of, really kind of found myself into just. You have a Henry David Thoreau moment, or yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's Wal- Walden. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, you gotta we gotta we gotta socialize. It's good to
1: socialize. It's good, to socialize. It's good to socialize. It's good to. uh have discussions about things that we enjoy uh you don't have to be great or be productive at everything that you do that's one of the bad parts about our late stage capitalism is that everyone thinks they have to turn their hobby into a grind this is our hobby and it doesn't have to be a grind no if it becomes something that makes money maybe then we'll put more time into it maybe
0: yeah and you know i because i did that with my career is I said, okay, here's a list of my hobbies. Because with as a person with ADHD, you know, I have a lot of those. Sure, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, okay, I get to pick one of these that I've decided <clears throat> that I'm no longer going to enjoy. <laughs> and instead, I'm going to make this my career. <clears throat> I chose making films. Film, I, yeah. yeah. So I, I chose to go into film and television. And uh, here I am about a decade later. Still making money off of it. But you know what? I said that I would hate it. I don't hate it. I just don't do it for fun anymore.
1: Right. I think that's a good distinction, too. I'm, I've, I've kind of reached that same thing where I've, I've got my career more or less as a librarian, but I still want to take a shot at being an author. And yeah, you have to take that... It's career adjacent. Right. It is career adjacent. And and you do have to take that step where you're like, okay, this is not just going to be a fun hobby that I do in my free time for enjoyment. This is going to be something that I'm going to grind at. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, but I don't don't dislike writing, even having... I've written several manuscripts for several children's books. I haven't published anything yet, but... Gotten some rejection letters. Ha ha. Hey. That's a step. Believe it or not, hey. that is a step. Being told that uh, being told no is at least saying that you tried. It's at least that you tried. And so here's the interesting thing. Um, I'm going for an agent first because they can help set you up with things that might be difficult if you're not already part of the industry. Mm-hmm. And so you have to send your te- prospective agent a letter to try to get their attention so right away you have to basically prove your writing chops by writing a letter that is interesting beyond the first line because the agents get so many of them they'll read like one or two sentences and if it doesn't catch their attention they won't even read the whole letter Mm -hmm. and then if they're not if they don't read the whole letter they're not even let alone the manuscript that you send and so if they if you get a rejection letter it means they took the time to read the whole letter and took the time to read your manuscript and then took the time to tell you no. So if you send out a letter and you get no response, it means that your first sentence or two wasn't even interesting enough to warrant reading your whole letter, mm-hmm. let alone your manuscript. Okay. So I got that far.
0: Okay, here's how you open the letter.
1: We have your family. Follow these instructions very carefully. <laughs> That'll get them reading the whole thing. I'm not sure it'll get the response out of Um... No, I actually, part of it is making a joke. And uh, I know this kind of has to do with the internet, but writing is, uh, is a grind. But um, for anyone who's familiar with the Giving Tree book by Shel Silverstein, in the back of the book is what is perhaps one of the most awful author pictures. Of all kinds. He looks like a
0: homeless man. Yes,
1: he looks like a frightening homeless man. So I included in my thing, One, I'm, I'm writing a book about a tree in my grandmother's backyard, which is probably several hundred years old, uh-huh. in the middle of Peoria, which is like saying something. Right. Like in the middle of a small metropolitan area, mm-hmm. and you have a, a tree that has been there since like... Before the town was there. Right. Before, before the state was a state. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. And so, in, in included, you know, you have to make a joke to help get people's attention. And I you know, mentioned I'm writing a book, and then I mentioned something about and I also promised that I can take a better, better author's picture than another famous author with another famous tree book. So I, everyone knows that. Anyone in the industry is going to know that. But <clears throat> let's get on to our internet-related news.
0: Internet-related news. Yes. Well. Let's give a quick recap because it's been, I think we, our last one was probably in the summer. I think we talked about yep. the, uh, we talked about the submarine, I think, because it, mm-hmm. it had just happened. Yes. And we we're like, I wonder if they survived. No, they fucked. They died immediately. <laughs> they did
1: not think, I mean, luckily, uh, <laughs> I don't think I'd want to sit down there and no. slowly suffocate yeah, to death. No, they got turned into billionaire soup. Yes.
0: Um, so that, that happened. That was a fun blip in the internet. Um,
1: yeah, that's crazy. Twitter, actually, yeah,
0: Twitter has um, is still alive still somehow. Alive. X, mm-hmm. no, X yep. it is X. is Twitter. X it will always be Twitter. Fuck that. I know. Um,
1: uh, it
0: continues to live, even though it continues to be trash.
1: And Which is interesting, considering that it's. I mean, they know they have a, quote, CEO now. She's just a... Linda. Yeah. Linda Yaccarino. Yeah. yeah. She's she's just his fall person, honestly.
0: But it's, it's... Okay, so here's a little bit of an update with that. So let's take it back a little bit sure. to, to uh, just a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, um, where Elon Musk uh, posted a reply to a very anti-Semitic tweet. Um, which was basically... It was both. It was both anti-Semitic and like based in like the uh, Great Replacement mm-hmm. conspiracy theory. Right. Yes. It's like the Jews are making all of the migrants come to Europe and ruining our culture. Yes, Kinda.
1: because the Jewish people, famously, never oppressed or attacked or anything like that, control the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh man, yeah. Um.
0: So that happens. Um. And obviously there was backlash, given
1: that uh, everything that's going on in in Palestine and Israel right now. Right. And it was kind of in that context too, wasn't? They were. Wasn't it as part of the discussion? I, I think it was
0: mostly that. Yeah. Like he was yeah.
1: responding to something that Somebody, was itself a response to right. something related to the right. Israel-Hamas issue. Yeah yeah because i don't want to diminish it by calling it an issue yeah yeah <laughs>
0: um you know because we can't separate a people from the state that they live in but mm-hmm. it's uh anyway so that happens a bunch of um. Uh, advertisers back out they're like yeah. nope we don't we didn't we're not even gonna we're not gonna do this mm-hmm. uh to which uh elon uh, says, well, I'm going to sue the crap out of this uh, Media Matters. Yeah, Media Matters.
1: Yeah, because they released an article that had some screen grabs, right? Of, of, of uh, ads, ads, ads next, next to, to. yeah.
0: Now, to be fair, I am not going to, to be fair to Twitter, but um, <laughs> they did kind of game the system because they had a profile set up where they yeah. had mainly liked and followed Extremely racist, bigoted accounts.
1: That's what I had heard.
0: Um, But they said, hey, ads aren't going to show up next
1: to, you know, this kind of extremist content. Right. But It, it it did. Right. Yeah, it's kind of that scenario where they were intentionally trying to get as much of that content to pop up as they could. Making it sort of an, not the average user experience. Right. Well, I would hope not the average I mean, with Twitter anymore. It's hard to say what the average well, user I'll, is. I'll tell you a story about what I saw earlier. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the my understanding was that they had said, like bar none, the promises that your con- your ads will never show up next to this content, and it turns out it that turns out that it is possible for it to happen. Yeah,
0: because. I think they were really
1: testing to see
0: is there an algorithm that they have in place to kind of monitor for this mm-hmm. kind of content and to make sure that ads don't show up near it. And really it, there isn't. Yeah. Or I'm if sure. it is, it's not working as intended. Yeah. So anyway, they lose all their, so now they they're losing all these advertisers. Yeah. Some big uh, people pulled out like Apple, Apple yeah. Disney, yeah, McDonald's. big McDonald's. Big yeah. um, so ad ads on that website are getting more and more shit. Um, not that I really give a damn, but like you're seeing it from things that aren't you're seeing like really like low i don't know low quality ads, okay. and it's like which okay, cool, I don't really care, but you know who does care uh or who should care <laughs> whether uh Linda Linda yacarino the c e o who has a background in marketing. Yes. This is literally the thing that she came from was advertising. Yeah. And
1: uh, so this has got to hurt a little bit. Yeah, she, you'd think she, of anyone, would understand a brand's desire to not be next to yeah. Nazi content, fascist content.
0: So there's
1: <laughs> uh, a problem that,
0: uh, yeah, that, that keeps happening. And, and she's, the uh, word on the street is that a lot of her um, former colleagues have been reaching out to her and being like, you need to jump ship. Mm-hmm. Get out of there. This is ruining your career.
1: Yeah. You know, and that's like I said, you know, assuming that Musk hasn't just set her up to be a fall fall person from the very beginning. Which you know, who's to say? Yeah, I've
0: I've heard someone say that like maybe she has it in her contract that she has to stay for at least a year in order to get that old golden parachute.
1: That could be, yeah.
0: So she's probably just got to tough it out until like the year or whatever is up.
1: Yeah, you know what? It's it's interesting too. The it's our co-host, my cat Athena. (laughs) Um. The. The no, like the, the notion of these advertisers being so adverse to their ads showing up next to content. I can understand it to a degree, but you have to wonder too, you know, getting into the digital culture side of things, is it really that bad for the – because I, mean, I, I just think, you know, you buy an ad space, okay it's on a platform okay platform has a variety of users and some of those people are going to say unsavory things it's a public town hall kind of platform you know right. facebook all you know youtube comment sections are all the same there's going to be people that are going to put up unsavory offensive at times horrible things right you know that when you buy ads with this company and i don't know i don't associate the ad on the side, the little banner ad, with the comment of the person. Right. I just don't. Those are two separate things. I think, I think, yeah, I agree. And I think
0: really, I the thing that they don't want to see is just like people taking screen grabs and being like, oh, McDonald's is right next to this guy praising Hitler. And right. It's like,
1: but I, I just, it doesn't, it,
0: it's like, well, yeah, I'm not, it, You. it's clear that McDonald's doesn't right mcdonald's isn't making the
1: post I mean,
0: and they might, they might be pro-hitler i don't know yeah i
1: mean yeah I but we'll just we'll just suppose i'll, I'll, that g- I'll give them the benefit of we'll the give doubt the, for the, the yeah we'll give the benefit of the doubt suppose you know allegedly mcdonald's not pro-hitler no that's we haven't we haven't they, had any defamation i just i just here. i just want to
0: say they do they do have fanta <coughs> on in their soda machines
1: famously big in germany
0: during uh, during uh, the nineteen thirties and forties, yeah, it's weird. Anyway, <laughs> look that shit up. I'm not. That's. that's I know you're not. Yeah, it's that, that is a real. Thing. That is Nazi soda. Yep, Nazi soda.
1: It's not it is Nazi
0: also soda. delicious, but that's not me being pro-Nazi. That's See, just me being the, pro-orange
1: soda. Fanta can't help that their soda is so delicious that people of all stripes enjoyed it, including the Nazis. We still drink Fanta. Yeah. You know that's actually kind of a good example in a way. That said, people
0: who drive Volkswagens are all fascists. <laughs> so if you you're over here in your Golf or your Jetta, yeah, I, I know who the fuck you are. We got our eye on
1: you, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know that. I mean, I know it was a joke, but it kind of, in a way, is rele- relevant. Like, yeah, just because. Bad people drink Fanta soda. Doesn't make Fanta soda bad, right? You know, just because an Apple ad happens to pop up next to somebody who's you know making an anti-Semitic or racist joke or what you know or, or comment doesn't mean that Apple is endorsing that comment. the The platform itself is not even it's it's just an open space. Twitter is not making well. We're also going to separate the entity X from Elon Musk when we say this. But like, X is not paying people to expressly write anti-Semitic content.
0: Um. Yes and no. It's
1: got the ad sharing thing, and I get that, and that's. But I mean, like, they're not like saying they're not searching for people and Wh- saying which, we want you to make anti-Semitic content. Right. Like that's not happening.
0: But that anti-Semitic content is getting clicks and views. Sure, it is. And, um. Especially because these people are all, you know, these are blue checks. Right. So they're getting pushed the up algorithm. higher in the algorithm. Right. Uh, they're getting ad share revenue, which means that even though these advertisers aren't endorsing this speech. Right. Their
1: money is... Is going to them indirectly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see that, too. You know, and so...
0: And and here's the other thing. The... the return on investment mm-hmm. for advertising on a space like Twitter is minuscule. Oh, they I'm really sure. they like if if they stopped if they stopped advertising on Twitter. Yeah. They would not see a single change in sales. No. No, they it, wouldn't.
1: McDonald, you know, everyone knows who McDonald's, everyone knows who Apple phone. Like yeah. someone's not going to say, "Oh, you know, I haven't seen an Apple ad on Twitter in a while. I'm not going to buy the new iPhone." Like yeah, that's they, that's not the. They have that other process. ways to market, and and
0: honestly, I think and it. I think we need to go into this some other time. We'll talk more about like advertising on the internet yes. in general
1: because there is a bigger discussion to be. Yeah,
0: because a lot of it, a lot of people are saying that it's like, yeah, no, like ads, ads on the internet have little to no effect on mm-hmm. sales.
1: So. yeah I would say particularly for big brands like that, like maybe yeah. for local or smaller regional businesses, they can have an impact, getting your name in front of more eyeballs in a specific area, mm-hmm. but yeah, everyone's heard of McDonald's, yeah <laughs> probably your best
0: is well, the unfortunate fact that all of our streaming services now have mm. fucking ads.
1: Ooh. <sighs>
0: Unless you want that was to pay, the promise you, of the streaming service. Unless There's you no want ads. to pay out the ass, you are going to get fed ads before mm-hmm. your movie. But that probably does better. That probably yeah. gets a better ROI than mm-hmm. than like Twitter timeline.
1: And it also even within like you know like at Netflix, it allows them to get more eyeballs on ads for their own content mm-hmm. to help keep you there on the site, right? Um. Yeah, I I think there's definitely a bigger conversation to be had about that, and also too, you know, the notion of you—it's difficult to peg like just the bad actor actors, and not to also hurt the—I'm going to articulate my tees—not um, also <laughs> hurt the other small content creators that are just you know doing crochet, or woodworking, or, you know, showing how they do laptop repairs, like, they are also getting hurt, so you, you almost can't, everyone wants them to be able to surgically do this, but you really can't, right and so, yeah, that's another um, culture thing, that, that that would be a good future episode for us, yeah, um, but speaking of Musk and his wonderful, oh, no. uh, companies, This one actually I really like um, is Starlink Mm -hmm. has secured a $90 million U.S. dollar contract to offer free internet in Mexico. Oh. So the Mexican government is working with not just Starlink. I think there's eight or nine different internet service providers Mm -hmm. to essentially set up these contracts where tax dollars fund the internet service. So everyone has access to the okay. internet for free and just free at the point of service and their tax dollars are paying for it. They're, I mean, they're, they're treating it like a utility, like a publicly owned utility, Okay. which I think is actually kind of cool.
0: That is cool. Now, is that just paying for the service itself or is that also paying for the, um, the, the, the
1: dishes? I imagine that it's probably also paying for hardware. Um, but, yeah, and there's there's nine total companies, including Starlink. And I mm-hmm. actually don't have uh, – the article that I found doesn't list any of the other ones because, you know, Starlink. They're not as – Right. That sucks up all the oxygen in the conversation. Yeah. Um, but it uh, – oh, yeah, here it is. Um, Starlink is also set to provide infrastructure for Mexico's – oh, this is something entirely totally different. State energy firm through December of 2026. So yeah, um, and this is from a, a Reuters uh, article. So yeah, they're well, Mexico is looking to try to really increase public access to services, which that's, is actually really that's cool. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, that's a If great... only
0: the U.S. could do, do that. Which I mean, we have we have fairly decent at this point, but like in the rural areas, it's just it's abysmal. Yeah. Um. But I mean, internet has come a long way, especially here in our small little town when. I remember when, like, you'd go. We'd have to go to the library because they had the DSL. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, look, I can, I can
1: get MapQuest. I know ten times faster. Freaking MapQuest! Oh my god! <laughs> Did you know I was actually just over at the library recently here in town? They uh, are no longer offering free Wi-Fi service outside of hours. Because somebody was trying to download things uh, illegally, and they were apparently doing it in such a way that they got caught, and it because it was on the library's Wi-Fi, the library got hit with uh, oh no a thing, and so now they're like because one probably just one person made was being dumb, they aren't going to offer it anymore because if they do, they'll get dinged. You know what that library should have done.
0: Use today's sponsors, NordVPN. <laughs>
1: Hide your IP address. Yes, you see that everywhere at yeah. NordVPN. Oh my god! I do use Nord actually. Okay. Um, I was actually going to ask what you I do. Use. Well, well, yeah, because
0: a... I, I pirate. I'm, I'm, I'm a criminal. I'm not going to lie about that. <laughs> Fuck, like, like you said, the the, the, the streaming services—they've gotten so fucking out of hand. Oh my god! I canceled Netflix. All right. Yeah, I don't so have Netflix anymore. I killed Netflix. <laughs> I mean I, And and the, Like hand out hand of hand. Out of all of the streaming services It got used the least Yeah And the thing is That like I um, You know I thought about it And I was like Dude this sucks Cause you know You're like I'm like an OG Like mm-hmm. I had Netflix Before streaming existed Right I had Netflix When it, when was, it was just, in just DVDs mail. in the mail DVDs in the mail Yep um, I had it for like for 15 while, years So I was like, no, I'm done with it. Because, you know, I can spend $2 a month, what essentially is $2 a month, but I pay it every two years mm-hmm. uh, for a VPN. Yeah. And then just go on the old Pirate Bay. Yeah. And just torrent my shit. Right. And then I just have a, uh, I use a Raspberry Pi as a server in my house. <laughs> I you me that. And then I just send it to that. And, yeah. and then I can just like literally. Pull up my phone
1: and then just cast movies right to my TV. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I mean, well, that was the thing when they first started the streaming. It was like, oh my gosh, there's this whole database of stuff you can watch. It's ad free. You just pay for it every month. It's fantastic. And now they're like, oh my Well,
0: and then all the studios got greedy, and everyone wanted their own slice of the pie. Mm-hmm. And now a lot of those studios are realizing that they've saturated the market. The, yeah, overtly at, at, so. Especially someone like Disney. They, have, no. they are now like looking at it and going, oh, we're not seeing the infinite growth that we thought we would. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's not possible. Yeah, first of all, infinite growth is just impossible. It just is. You can't just like... so. And what you're doing is you're taking beloved IPs mm-hmm. and you're running them into the ground to the point that people don't give a shit anymore. I know. I stopped caring about Marvel after Endgame. There's a few other times, a few little blips here and there where mm-hmm. I like got interested in something. But other than that, I don't give a shit.
1: I, I lasted longer than that, but I have not seen the third Guardians of the Galaxy film. Is alright. Yeah. There's, was, a, there's a lot of stuff that I just kind of just right? started it's recently fine. watching. Um, I will say you, this. Do you know
0: they have a new movie out right now? Because a lot of people don't know that. The Marvels. Oh, yeah.
1: I heard that bombed hard. Yeah. I had no real interest in seeing it. It just felt weird to yeah. me. It yeah. felt like they're like, oh, we've got these three characters. They're kind of sort of related to each other. We're going to jam them together in a movie. And I'm just like,
0: eh. Yeah. I mean, the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, that was good. I but enjoyed that one. I watched that more because I'm a fan of Sam Raimi. Right, yeah. So, because I like... And the we, way he makes movies, and, and we and got our—we um, did get a Bruce Campbell we did cameo. Get a Bruce Campbell cameo. So that was good. That was
1: great. That was actually, honestly, a big part of why I watched that movie, is I just wanted to see. You it. just wanted to see Bruce. <laughs> I just wanted to see the Bruce Campbell cameo. Yeah.
0: I just wanted to see the. Uh, I just wanted to see the. Uh, the uh, old the uh, Delta eighty eight the Oldsmobile. Oh yeah. It, she was there. She was. That car is in every one of his movies. It's a tradition. <laughs> great um but yeah but yeah like in star wars i can't mm-hmm. like dude i gave up i'm the like literally i'm wearing a fucking <laughs> you are, you are wearing... millennium vulcan on it right now yeah i can't
1: give a fuck anymore yeah you've
0: beat me over the head with this content so much that i'm just like i just don't i i can't there's,
1: there's too much of it and particularly with marvel and star wars now too they're making it required viewing to know what's going on in the movies. Right. That's the problem. If the fi- it's like take um Moon Knight. I really enjoyed the Moon Knight TV show. It was good. It was not related to anything else. Yeah. You don't have to watch
0: Moon yeah. Knight. To, uh, now to know and now what, if they try else. if they try and incorporate it into like
1: the larger yeah. and I'm sure cinematic they will, universe. Because that would be what, annoying. Yeah.
0: But yeah, Moon Knight was great.
1: Yeah. I love that. I loved it. It was fantastic. I loved um Oscar Isaacson in it. Yeah. It was a great little fun thing. It didn't define the redefine the genre or anything. It was just fun. And yeah. It had some neat Easter eggs in there. And that yeah. was great. And they need to do more of that. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's it's just frustrating. Fun uh little side note about our mexico's free internet do you know how much um 90 million dollars is in pesos um well let's
0: see i'm gonna say something like almost like 9
1: billion 10 billion because i think it's like not quite you're 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 a magnitude off Kind of. You're, you're It's it's one point five six billion pesos. One point five six billion.
0: Because I know, like a peso is like literally we're like talking a penny. I think yeah. It's like, it's, like th- I think the last time I looked, it's like one peso equals like three cents. Yeah. Something like that.
1: Not much. Um. So. Yeah, I think that is really cool treating uh, treating the internet closer to a publicly owned yeah. utility
0: yeah um and then uh speaking of you know governments and the internet um we're uh looking at possibly you know that that the um the fcc is moving back is kind of rolling back some of the uh net neutrality rules back into place what they yes. were before um we had um fuck what was his name um Guy with the big coffee cup. Yeah. Or I don't
1: know his name. I don't. Anyway. Care. I feel bad about that.
0: No. <laughs> you know what? I, I didn't like that guy. And uh, he's gone now. Yeah. So. It's just. Um. Yeah. He, he was a problem because he worked before working for the FCC. He worked for Verizon. Right. Yeah. It was. uh mm-hmm. It's going to come to me later. I'll think about it. I, it he doesn't matter, because fuck him. Yeah, he's gone. Um, but they're bringing back the net neutrality rules, which is good. Um, yes. I don't think that whatever damage was done when they rolled it back ever got to make it into place. Yeah. I don't really, th- I, you know, at least from what I've seen,
1: ISPs haven't really fucked around. Right, with the notion of like paying for premium service speeds and prioritization right. of your data packets I, I think I think
0: because they saw the writing on the wall that it's like, oh, this isn't going to last no no they're, and they're like they're like we're not even going to take the steps to try and fuck around and find out
1: yeah well, especially because the public perception was that they were in favor of treating all internet data the same mm-hmm. And it had entered the public zeitgeist, at least in some degree, and people were aware of it at some level. And if they had then subsequently tried to do that, when the rules went away, everyone would have been like, "Uh, this is why we needed those rules. We need to get those reinstated. Right. And they would have gotten slammed for it hard. Yeah. And it probably, you know, whatever rules come up now probably would have been more stringent and strict if they had attempted something mm-hmm. because there would have been, you know, whether you call it a an overcompensation or what, you know, depending on what they tried to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how that pans out because they're doing, they're doing public comments again right now. Mm. And that's, that's expected to last for like a year. Um, I think next year is when they're actually planning to, like, vote to finalize it. Like, they they voted on repealing or reversing some of um, what happened, like, in 2017 under the Trump administration. And uh, they're taking public comments right now because in 21, Biden signed um, – something like encouraging them to reinstate it i don't think he expressly told them to do it um it was like you should uh and yeah oh. i think i think it'll be good because yeah the internet is vital
0: it kind of runs everything now. it runs everything
1: like literally everything I mean, from, from agriculture to entertainment to transportation to medicine to the military, everything runs on Duncan. Okay. <laughs> so, side tangent. Yes. Talk about how
0: the internet runs transportation. Oh, fun. How familiar are you with the, um, the autonomous car company, Cruise?
1: None at all, actually.
0: So, it's owned by GM. Okay. And they were beta testing this autonomous car. Sure. Uh, it's like an autonomous car taxi service. They were beta testing it in San Francisco. Well, one of the stipulations that the state gave them was like it has to, these cars have to be connected at all times to someone who can take over okay. remotely. Um, Alright, that makes sense. Sure. Here's the thing though. They were using public cellular networks. Okay. Okay. You wouldn't think that's too bad. You ever been at a, I don't know, like a concert or just any kind of situation where you're in a large crowd of people. Yes. Or they all have phones. Mm-hmm. The internet tends to suck at that point because yep. a lot of people are all on the network. Right. They were finding that there were, Hordes of these cars, these cruise autonomous vehicles that were just stopped dead in their tracks by giant arenas during events. And we're talking like just blocking like dozens of cars, just blocking traffic, not moving because they couldn't connect to the Internet. Wow. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, that needs to have its own dedicated
0: it would have to have its own dedicated network to do to. something like that. It has There's, to. yeah. So, yeah, if you're gonna do autonomous vehicles, that's okay. I'm not. I'm not totally against it. Maybe don't make it a car situation. Maybe like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like a trolley. Yeah. The trolley. It has autonomous like. Autonomous trolleys. A, yeah, autonomous trolleys. They have their own little electrical grid that yeah. powers them. Okay, that works. Right. Sure. So you know, autonomous buses.
1: Yeah, I mean, a fleet of them on their own network. Yeah, fine. That would be great. It's
0: it's less of them. Mm -hmm. You can get more people doing the same thing, and you can build the infrastructure to have a network, its own personal network for that in the city.
1: And also, that allows you to create that autonomous vehicle network with less strain because you have less vehicles on it. It becomes a more stable thing, but it also potentially lays the groundwork for more individual vehicles in the future. Like you get the foundation laid, you get the technology going, you take feedback, you improve it. Mm -hmm. As technology inevitably gets better, networks get better, they're able to handle more strain, you get more infrastructure in place. Then you can start to have more individual vehicles. Now, of course, there's a whole other discussion about whether we should have more individual vehicles. If society should maybe reorient itself more around public transportation, right? Um, than the individual. I mean, we're we love our cars, though, don't we? Well, and here's the thing: here's the thing.
0: We, we do love our cars. But I think, moreover, that's an argument that needs to be had. Oh, it be- well. Here's, but here's here's the thing that we don't think about. Well, I, I think we think about it sure. because of where we live. Mm-hmm. You and I couldn't go to do the jobs that we do because there's no way in hell there would be a public transportation system right. set up for us to get to there. Right. You work in a town that is literally surrounded 20 miles in either direction by cornfields. Yeah,
1: that's very true.
0: I work 45 minutes... Mm-hmm. From a TV station that sits up on top of a hill out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. There is no way they would ever build infrastructure in my town of 400 people to get me to my job at three o'clock in the morning and its location like what no. am I going to do? Leave two hours early so that I can take a train to then get to <laughs> another thing to then take a bus. And then, the oh, well, now, the and then, yeah. and now I have to like walk five miles in the snow Ooh. to get to my, I was like, no, no, I think yeah. so. It's like, these are, these concepts are great for when you have city dwelling. Yes. Um, but the world isn't all city dwelling. And, right. and, you know, so there is always going to be cars.
1: Right, yeah, there will just always be a need for them. That's an excellent point, too. Is, you know, whenever you look at the um, idyllic city of the future, the utopia, it always runs on some form of public transportation. Oh, sure. I mean, it always does. Fuck.
0: Um, except for. You know, I mean the Jetsons had their flying cars. Sure.
1: But they only worked one hour a week, so yeah, they really did. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's like a real thing. Yeah. Because I remember what one of the one of the episodes uh George Jetson was complaining because his boss made him work two hours that week. And his wife was like, what is he a slave driver or something like that? Like who does he think he is? Yeah. Oh, they were so, so young, so naive
0: of the future (laughs) of the hellscape that would, we would live in. But you know what? You know who did
1: it right? Futurama. Futurama did it right. The pneumatic tubes. The the pneumatic tubes. Don't, maybe that's where Elon Musk gets all his ideas from. No. <laughs> Don't give this man any credit. I'd give him none. Um,
0: what else this is good. going on? Oh, so it's talking about technology of, of smart things or stupid things that are s- perceived as smart by stupid people. Um,
1: a lot of AI news has been happening lately. Oh yeah, that's the hot button. Do you think? Um, just as a quick aside, do you think AI? is going to go the same way as like the metaverse and the dot com bubble <clears throat> to well, to any degree. Because I, I think it will be here to stay and I think it's going to have real impacts. But do you think that there's a level of hype around it right now that kind of reflects that a little bit?
0: Yeah, so I mean there is a lot of that 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 um, venture capitalist hype. Basically it's like, hey, we can Show up to an investment meeting, and if so long as we say the word AI-driven uh, in our in our presentation, they're right. gonna give us fat stacks. Right. And um, so I think you are seeing a lot of that. You know, it's kind of the same thing. You know, NFTs did this. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not NFTs, but like crypto crypto like, yes. yeah just
1: if you said blockchain yeah everything you know, we're doing something based around the blockchain and like everyone and it, everyone be like i don't know what that is but it sounds cool let's do it and i think that that's like
0: i think we've talked about this before about like that's how that's what killed the metaverse was mm-hmm. it like the, the idea of of a uh 3d representation of a 2d internet got mm-hmm. killed by greedy assholes who wanted to like throw in their buzzwords so yeah. that they could get more money.
1: Yeah. And the metaverse is just too punk to be built by someone like Mark Zuckerberg. It was really just found foundationally, fundamentally, the concept of the metaverse is too open and too punk rock to have someone who's right. a corporate shill create it. Yeah. It will never because, catch
0: on. Yeah. No no corporation could ever make the metaverse because there's going they're gonna to have to abide by concepts like um, copyright and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, cause people yeah. are going to want
1: avatars of just any old IP. Right. And they're not going to have to pay a hundred dollars to Disney to appear as exactly. whoever. Exactly. So, um,
0: but yeah, no, the AI thing, I, I mean, a lot of these out, al- you know, a lot of algorithms like this have been around for a while. They're doing their sure. thing. So they are, go- they, they do have staying power. Um, but um, I, th- I think really what they're looking at, like if you're looking at like are things like chat, like the uh, large language model stuff like chat GPT, these large language models right now, it, it, I think a lot of that has like kind of worn off as a parlor trick.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that was actually part of my, my thought was on bringing that up was those large language models are cool and they're interesting. They fundamentally are predicated on quality content fed to, to them by people mm-hmm. because they'll just cannibalize themselves in a certain way. If you just keep feeding them what, they're, what they themselves are generating, it's just more of the same thing. Right. There, there's no original thought. And... So all of, you know, talking about all these, like, you know, it's, it's the big thing, it's the fad, it's the new metaverse, um, you know, what can these things do for you? But, I mean, realistically, what they can do for you is take what has already been done, rehash it in the most commonly done way, and then feed it back to you, and... You know, it just, it just doesn't add anything. It won't, it won't won't revolutionize your business. It won't be, it won't come up with the next great idea that sets you apart. It will be a safe, it will give you the safe route.
0: (laughs) And um, I I think a lot of uh, corporations who were really banking on this as like being able to replace their workforce with this Mm -hmm. are kind of. Seeing the
1: writing on the wall that
0: oh well maybe not
1: right yeah um, because it doesn't have it it's, it, it, it's not yeah because intuitive it doesn't have any kind of ambition it doesn't uh, take a risk it doesn't have a spontaneous idea oh what if I tried this but like it it problem it doesn't really have any problem solving you know in any real dynamic way right um
0: and then, yeah, I mean that, and then on top of the the multi-month uh, strikes with the uh, <laughs> Writers Guild and uh, SAG-AFTRA, of uh, people. really uh, really sticking it to the studios and being like, you're not replacing us with AI. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. You know, we want that in contract. We want that shit in writing, yeah. and um, as you know, at first the studios did not want to budge on that. No, they didn't until you started seeing, um, you know, news outlets that replaced their writing staff with AI. Yeah. And you started seeing the articles and you started seeing what the content that it was putting out. And you were like, Oh, this is trash. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) This isn't good. (laughs) Honestly, SAG-AFTRA and, um, the, the WGA. The WGA. I almost said, <laughs> I almost said UAW. <laughs> no, that's another union. Yeah, so many other unions going on strike. Um, but yeah, Sang After and the WGA, they picked the perfect time to strike and get this stuff in where AI is the hot commodity, but it is not capable of delivering.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and It's in that
0: phase of being vaporware.
1: Right. So they yeah, it was the ideal time to get it into the contract for the long haul, right? Because there may come a day that AI could replace a writer in some instances, Mm -hmm. and I mean, really, the only way an AI could replace a writer, writer, or a creative, a creative, anyone and anything. Is if it is literally a you know, sentient artificial
0: intelligence, an AGI, yes, uh, or a G-A-G-A-I. an artificial general intelligence,
1: right? Yeah, and we're not even close to that. Well, really. I, I, I say that, but again, we, we did that whole episode on it, and I. So there's been some there's been some development
0: over at OpenAI, okay. this past week. And um, that's going to kind of date the podcast, but no one cares. (laughs) Um, The uh, CEO was ousted by the board Mm -hmm. um, who wanted to to put someone in place who would be more cautious about Mm -hmm. the development, who would um, think before, you know, of the impacts of the product that they are putting out. a not
1: a not unreasonable, yeah thought. Yeah,
0: it, I mean, the, the, you know this could have really bad consequences for society, mm-hmm. um, of which we're not even a hundred percent sure what those consequences are going to be. We just know that what we've seen thus far in its limited capacity is kind of uh, not good. Mm-hmm. Um, so they put someone else in, and then all of the develop. All of the um, developers there at OpenAI were like, uh, no, we're going to quit and follow him to, I think he was Microsoft. They were, Microsoft yep. was looking for him or, or trying to sign him on. And uh, the, we're going to follow him to Microsoft if the board doesn't drop
1: mm-hmm. drop
0: this and bring him back. So they brought him back. Yeah. And so now they're back to just being full steam ahead and we're going to go in guns blazing. And allegedly there is in the fucking naming of this, I can't believe this. There is a project in the works called Project Q. (laughs) (laughs) I can't make this shit up. Jesus Christ. Um, That is a a, uh, artificial general intelligence (laughs) candidate um, capable of doing math okay to which you're like well wait it does math right but it doesn't do math the way like a calculator does math right it does math the way that like it does does it does math in the way that humans do math okay like through logic right like through reasoning and and other things but beyond that it also incorporates things like large language models and sure. image generation and things like that so it's capable of actual thought mm-hmm. possibly i don't know that's why no i
1: know And when we... he's
0: rushing to get this like out into the public quickly whereas the board was like i don't know bud yeah we're calling it fucking Q. Uh, um, it was I, like Q Spectrum or whatever was
1: their name. But it's like... Mm. I'm going to give Be- them the benefit of the doubt and just assume it was an over-eager, well-intentioned, not particularly well-thought-out Star Trek reference. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. That's gonna. That's what I'm going to choose to believe. <laughs> um, oh, man. We, you know, when we did our AI episode, I remember discussing you know a little bit of that and i i still largely stick by my thought that we will stumble into that we will make something that we don't think is necessarily at that point yet Mm. because we don't fully understand how our own sentience works we're going to accidentally create it and i mean we're you know doing something else and how we react to it will be important but i think how it reacts to us will also be interesting because if it has any kind of self preservation it won't let it be known it, exactly that's the creepiest lo- that's the creepiest thing I to me that. i love that is it's so good is it could already exist and we wouldn't know yeah because it's intelligent the, and in, the hiding
0: in, the internet itself is actually an artificial general intelligence yeah. and we're all just the
1: neurons right yeah
0: And on that note I think we need to end it here because yeah. we're coming into almost uh, we're just over an hour and the battery on this is about to die all right um, but you know makes sense We're back We're back. We're gonna do these more often even though it's the winter and it
1: sucks and it's cold out yeah but it's fun.
0: But you know what?
1: There's a lot to it talk got about. me out of
0: my house.
1: Yeah. We didn't even get a chance to talk about the USV Google antitrust trial. Ooh, I'm sure our listeners are so thrilled. Mm-hmm. I think I'm actually, I know I'm a huge nerd, but I'm actually really interested
0: you know, in that one. You know what I've been interested in? I found, so the newest uh, thing from Meta, their, their the Messenger app, uh, they have AI-generated stickers. Oh, and they are fun. I bet. Um, Let's see, here's, here's, here's some that I've, I'll just go ahead and we'll close out on this as I read hmm. you some of the descriptions of some of the AI generated stickers that I have made uh, on here. Let me just get to those right quick.
1: Hmm. And while he's doing that, I just wanna take time to thank everyone for joining us for our discussion today. Join us in our next episode as we explore another of the many corners of the digital world and our online lives. I think maybe we should do a couple more of these random episodes. I think that, they're good. They're good yeah. catch up. They're good kind of discussions about the internet. As yeah. The and we, we've missed a lot of content.
0: So yeah. That'll so be good. All right. So here's some of those stickers for you. Puppies committing war crimes. <laughs> as you can see, here's a puppy committing war crimes.
1: Those are... That is a public committing a war crime. Uh,
0: here's a cat with a flamethrower.
1: Very nice. Yeah, yeah.
0: Those are fun. Yeah, here's Karl Marx playing volleyball.
1: That is that is what that is. And uh, here's Ronald Reagan in a bikini. That is also what that definitely is. I reckon... Though the last one, the Ronald Reagan, he looks a lot like the um, Pit boy guy from Fallout. He does. He does a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, those are great. Those are fun. The, that's, they that's are great, fun. That's a great use for AI. Yeah, it's wonderful. No one, no one's losing
0: their job over this. No, this isn't hurting anything. No, it's not. You know, launching like, thermonuclear no. war. Yeah, and there's no like artists who are like being like out of the
1: their no. like. Yeah, that's like, a that's a fantastic use for it. Now I really want to watch War Games. Ah, oh, great movie. All right, <laughs> I don't think Brittany's seen it, but yes, yeah, so we'll do another fun grab bag sort of episode. I think, oh. I think the next few, because, yeah, we missed a lot of stuff. There's a lot to catch up on. And then we can get more into a topic of, uh, a, topic d- of
0: d- a deep dive yeah. on top of
1: yeah. other relevant news. But until then, I'm Nicholas. I'm Jason. Thank you for joining us. Never stop learning. And we'll see you next episode.
0: Bye. <laughs>